All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Okay, episode 115. Uh, We got a good one. We're going to recap the championship. Uh, It was a fantastic championship. Probably the best one that we've had uh, since we reopened here at Champions. Uh, Lake Houston Live versus Never Scared. This is what everyone wanted to see, and they definitely didn't disappoint. Final score was 99 to 96. We got some great footage uh, at the end. We went live for the last few minutes, so everyone that uh, saw it live, I'm sure you were tuned in and, and, and shocked at the ending. And uh, everyone that rewatched it, um, I'm sure y'all were amazed as well. One of the best games I've ever seen. It was climactic as possible. Uh, we had a lot of buildup coming into that game. Right, right. Um, and then we had some interesting talks about, uh, about the matchups and uh, our predictions. And then Jalen, uh, you know, he accepted his MVP trophy, and uh, he he, he uh, revealed that he was injured right. uh, coming into that game. He had an injured ankle, probably the same, suffered the same one that I was feeling. Uh, he had it wrapped up, uh, kind of similar. So if he was feeling any kind of pain like I was, I, I, I fell for him. And I, the way he was moving out there, it looked like he could go, yeah. but he was being careful right. at the same time. So uh, amazing finish. He hit the game winner, the go-ahead bucket. Uh Danny had a, a desperation heave that had a chance. It looked like yeah. it had a chance. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was online, but, you know, it just went over the goal, and it was tough. Tough, tough finish. Uh, I mean, when, when, you, when you write a story or, like, create a movie, yeah. that's kind of how from beginning to end you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, so you start strong, face some adversity in the middle, yeah. and then finish – on a last second, whatever shot, it, it couldn't have finished any better. If I could have wrote the story myself and created whatever narrative that people say I create anyway, right? <laughs> uh, it definitely ended perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it's a great storyline coming into it. Uh, the league's MVP yes. comes in injured. Yes. <laughs> Man, you can't write a story. You can't write that. a story better that, and he's the guy that ends up getting the shot. To basically win the game yes. two seconds low. Yes. Uh, against a powerhouse team. Yes. Against a team that basically been beating the heck out of everybody. Yes. So, I mean, again, uh, I think our playoff season was amazing. The season was amazing. And for it to end that way, yeah. uh, creating that story, uh, it just couldn't end any better. And, I mean, realistically, I, without kind of going into what happened there uh, and putting any blame on this person, that person, uh both teams played the tail off. I they think uh, Lake Houston smelled blood. Yeah, they jumped out on them. They jumped on them. Uh, got up by as much as 17. But, you know, even with that 17-point lead, it still wasn't a comfortable 17-point lead. Never scared still making plays. Yeah. It was never like they were defeated, even when they got down 17. They were still making plays, and you could still they were definitely taking advantage of uh, some of uh, Lake Houston's shortcomings. Still, they were still struggling with pick and roll. They started doubling off pick and roll. Yeah. And then Amos, who had been struggling like the last three games, all of a sudden became the shooter that he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, we got a good photo of uh, Amos in, in that championship of his form. Yeah, his and, form. That's, and that's why <laughs> it was going in. It was yeah. perfect. It's perfect form, and he gets it off so quick yeah. that, like I say, if you switch or try to trap on pick and roll, he's hard to kind of get back on because he gets it off like that. Yeah, it's like it's no point. Yeah, it's just you might as well just let him shoot it because he's it's not even trying to get a hand up. It's like he's getting it off already. Yeah. And he, again, right into that story, uh, somebody, you kind of had this badge, this hero that yeah. you wasn't expecting to come yeah. in and be a hero. He basically kept him in the game. He did. Those threes hurt. Yeah. Yeah, when they got down 17, I think he hit nine of them. Yeah. And I think eight of them came in the second half. Yeah. It, it, it was just a great shooting performance by him in the second half. Kept him in the game, got him back into the game, and then, you know, Shandre and Jalen had the heroics at the end to kind of won the game. Yeah. Kind of a Sunset Park ending for Lake Houston Live, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it didn't quite go how they thought it would. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, shout out to both teams. That was, that was an amazing game to watch, uh, just as a basketball fan. Uh, Danny had 
probably the most efficient game. Every time he touched the ball, something good happened. Yeah. Um, I thought Eddie was was amazing. He continued his his brilliance. Yeah. Um, I thought Shelby kind of disappeared in, in, in moments in the game, but his his start was so strong uh, that you, you really yeah. didn't notice the, the yeah. dip uh, in, in the fourth quarter because he had twenty two nine and five. He had yeah. he's been consistent. That's about what he averages, I think, for yeah. the season. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's exactly what he averages. Yes, pretty much. I mean, he was he was yeah. played well, and then. He had a moment though. It is probably twenty two nine five. Yeah, exactly. Wow. There you go. And he had a moment uh, that may have been a sealed game. They think they were up four or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got an open layup. He made a beautiful cross. Uh, he cut across Shandre's face for a layup mm-hmm. with like a minute and a half left. And Jalen came out of nowhere and made made the block of the year. Yeah. Uh, and probably saved. Never scared his championship or whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, it was huge. He made a big play. And shout out to Jalen for going ahead and finishing off and doing what he needs to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, great championship. Let's move on to our next topic. All right. Time for our top performance of the week, championship week. Uh, probably the finals uh, MVP, in, in my opinion. Uh, it goes to Amos. Uh, Amos finished with 32 points. Uh, he made 12 of 26 uh, from the field and finished with eight threes. Those threes single-handedly uh, kept them in the game. Like you said, they got down as many as 17, uh, but his threes just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. I think he hit a three late. Uh, that really, really like gave them that that sigh of relief, that breather that they needed, and then uh, and then Lake Houston came down and tied it up. His threes actually prevented two from uh, Lake Houston having that confidence where they could put them away. Too. Yeah, I, I think he missed a couple of those. Lake Houston probably walks. Yeah, you know they kind of walk and they they pick up their level of play, their swagger. But the more threes he kind of hit. You can kind of see like he's starting to tighten up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, ooh, this, is, like, this yeah. is, man, he's hot. Yeah, like they start tightening up a little So it made it a little bit harder on offense for them to probably do what they need to do because they were starting to tighten up a little bit. That's kind of hard to say considering the game was 99-96. Yeah. But, again, a lot of those points, I think like he's scored maybe 60 in the first half. Yeah. And, you know, they scored maybe 36 in the second half. So I think him knocking out those shots down made them tighten up a little bit and it made the situation a little more dire for them. And it kind of ended up possibly not going into what it did. It ended up going into the loss for them. Yeah, and, and, and Amos was almost the GOAT uh, in that game, too, with that, <laughs> with that questionable three he took at the end. <laughs> I was like, dude! But the, it, he then he went t- for the dagger, though. He went for the dagger, took the terrible three. They come down and score. Yeah. So shout out to Lakers for coming down and tying the game up. Yeah. But got to give him some credit, though, because he used to got to make the extra pass to Jalen yes. to hit the game winner. Uh, game winning three right there at the end. So yeah. uh, he was the goat. Yeah. In the sense of not a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, though, he made the extra play, the extra pass to end up winning the game as well. Yeah. So um, that is your championship uh, performance of the week. Let's move on to our next topic. All right, now, time for our next topic. We've got all champions teams, uh, and we're going to talk about let's, – first, let's talk about the championship rings. So we unveiled the rings. Uh, you, you posted it on Facebook. The rings are absolutely perfect, man. I just – the way it was designed, uh, I think they did a good job. Um, I, I know the players are excited about it. That's something they can, you know, add to the trophy case. Um it was just a good idea. I don't know. The concept of coming up with the idea of rings I thought was a good idea. Uh, just because, you know, historically, there's one trophy. One player walks away with the trophy. I, probably the, the the finals MVP or whoever hasn't had one yet, if you guys just keep stacking them up and winning. Yeah. But uh, kudos to you for designing those uh, those rings. So now moving forward, we're going we're gonna to keep the rings every season or is it going to be just a summer thing? Uh, definitely uh, if we kind of keep our – Membership, we have the same amount of people playing. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to continue to do the rings. I think you guys deserve it. Um, you guys make the league. Yeah. So, I mean, as long as the leagues continue to be competitive uh, and just like anything else, uh, you know, the revenue is good. Yeah. I'm all in for it, you know. Uh, shout out to the WNBA. That's, that's what it's about, ladies. <laughs> you want to get paid more? 
You got to bring in revenue. Bring it in. You got to bring in the revenue. We're not going to take a negative to keep the league going. We're not going to do that. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, same thing. Shout out to WNBA. They wanted this. I was trying to at least. Yeah. Uh, I I would love the WNBA. I I believe that the Las uh, Vegas Aces will win this season. Yeah. I believe they will. I actually, uh, I had a trip to Vegas, uh, not to get too far off the subject, three weeks ago. Actually went out there for a few days, and I actually saw Elena De La Donna walking mm-hmm. around the the airport like it was nothing in her uniform. <laughs> she's just sitting there walking around the white ball dinner. Didn't realize, and she's a legit six five. Too. Oh yeah, she's a legit six five. And she yeah. goes at guys on uh, on social media that that think you know WBA week. Yeah. Like, All right, tell me one on one. Yeah, let's go. Let's play right, right now. So if you want to if you want to come for, you better have your shoes ready. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so the all teams. We're gonna start with uh, the. All champions third team. Now, uh, at guard, I had Larry. I had Iso Johnny. I had Amos. I had Sweat. And I had Reed. Now, I believe that uh, I believe that Larry, uh, he had a pretty solid season with the Bullets. Uh, he carried them. They had a great start. Um, him and Sweat, that is, uh, carried them. Uh, that dynamic alone, uh, they did uh, enough to warrant them to be on the third team. Uh, Larry averaged 16, 4, and 4. He shot the ball pretty well, forty-three uh, percent uh, from the from the from the field. So uh, I thought he I thought he deserved it. I saw Johnny. Uh, he averaged just a hair under twenty points a game, about five rebounds. He shot forty-four percent from the field, thirty-six from three, and I thought he had big games. He had a forty-point game yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that alone got him there. Yeah. Amos, I mean, we ain't, we ain't, we don't have to go into Amos too much. He averaged twenty points. He's the Clay Thompson of the league, yeah. as we know. Uh, he gets busy. Uh, he shot the ball well uh, all season, and especially in that championship. Sweat finished in the top 10, uh, even though that they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, he finished in the top 10 in PPR, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 60% from the field. And he shot 33% from 3, mm-hmm. um, by one a game, which was, was pretty good. And then Reed, oh. Reed also finished. Uh, he tied with Sweat uh, in PPR, actually. Yeah, him and Johnny probably are the yeah. newcomers. Of the year. Well, well, not PPR. Sorry, uh, points, rebounds, and assists with thirty-four, and he averaged uh, twenty-one point eight, almost ten rebounds and two assists. Shot sixty-four percent in the field. Super efficient uh, from the field. Uh, he was Mister Consistent. So, do you agree with my list for thirteen? Absolutely. You had our probably our top two newcomers on there uh, yeah. with Johnny and uh, Reed Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them definitely were getting busy. Uh, really brought a lot to the table, and I mean. Sad part about this is, these are like guys that were that good. Yeah, they made thirteen, and that tell you how competitive this league was. Those teams were at the bottom of the standings. Yeah, with those guys on it, that good. Yeah. So I mean, they just tell you like the Bullets had three players on thirteen. Yeah. And they didn't make playoffs. And they didn't make it. So they tell you how competitive the league was. So shout out to those guys, definitely. Okay, second team. I had Barry at the point. I had uh, Dante at the two. Eddie at um, at the three, uh, Javon Gordon at the four, and Danny at the five. I thought that's a good first team. That yeah, that's a good first team. <laughs> uh, I thought Barry uh, was special this season. Yeah. Uh, he had highlight reels galore. Um, probably would have been probably would have been a uh, first team uh, had they made it to the championship. Yeah. Uh, because his his season was that special. Um, he did about the same here. Uh, over at uh, at at uh, at Cyprus, yeah. so he was solid. Uh, Dante was in and out, but I think he was still warranted enough Absolutely. to uh, to to make second Absolutely. team. Um, he actually played better over here than he did in Cyprus. He took it up a notch here, yeah. uh, averaging nineteen, eight, and, and six. Uh, not his triple double season, but um, competition got hard. Man. Yeah, it was it was tough, and he he was still uh, consistent. I had Eddie, uh, which was controversial. We'll get into that yeah. uh, next segment. Uh, he no oh, no I'm sorry we're gonna get into that this segment oh we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute. Okay. Uh, Eddie was <laughs> Eddie finished uh, second team. I thought Eddie was special, but I mean Eddie did fall out of the top ten in PPR. Uh, he finished twelfth, yeah. uh, just just under me. Yeah, uh, twenty one points, six rebounds, and just about six assists. Uh, shot the ball well, fifty eight percent from the field, fifty two percent. Uh, from three and just under, Jesus. just yeah, fifty-two percent from three, just under um, 
eighty percent from the free throw line, shooting seventy nine percent. With those numbers, he only got twelfth in PPR. Yes, that's wow. what. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That tells you wow. how competitive the league is. Um, and Gordon, uh, I, I, yeah. Javon definitely had him. I had him second team uh, because. Without him, they weren't even close. The oh, games yeah. weren't even close. He's that much of a difference maker. He's a rim protector. Uh, he's the second option on the team next to Barry. Cool, he was yeah. solid uh, all season. I thought he definitely deserved second team. And then I had Danny uh, at the fifth spot uh, at forward. Uh, Danny, Mr. Consistent, uh, he finished eighth uh, at uh, with PPR with about 19 points, 10 rebounds. Kind of a down season in, for his standards and what he's done in the past, uh, but he's he's still consistent. I mean, who wouldn't take uh, nineteen to ten? I mean, who would <laughs> shooting sixty five percent from the field, and he got his free throw percentage up to sixty five too, yeah, which is really what good, really man. impressed me. Yeah. yeah. So, you, are you good with that list? Yeah. Uh, couple newcomers uh, again with Javon uh, doing his thing. Uh, I mean, we had a nice group of newcomers coming in. Uh, D Hatch definitely. Was D Hatch again in a more competitive league? I mean, he still put up pretty good numbers in a more competitive league. So shout out to him. Uh, Dante was Dante. He's always going to be solid. Barry was spectacular. Mm-hmm. The fact that Barry's on second team yeah. tells you how yeah, good exactly. guys were, especially the guard play yeah. was in this league that he was on second team because uh, he carried them. And like you said, without him and Javon, they literally had no shot, no chance. You know, so for them to be. Uh, Points away from making it to the finals uh, with that group. Shout out to Barry. Shout out to Javon. And like I say, fast Eddie Peterson, uh, the, one of the more controversial uh, second-teamers. I mean, those are astounding numbers he had. Yeah. And for him to come in 12th in PPR with those numbers, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't knock you for putting him on second team. Because yeah. he, he was amazing. Don't get me wrong, guys. Yeah. It's not that Eddie wasn't amazing, but – it was just that hard this year. I mean, yeah. it's just like, you know, in the NBA when you have years where you're going to pick between Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. uh, Derrick Rose, Kyrie Irving, and all these different guys at one point. You know, it's mm-hmm. just hard, you know. I mean, look at all the years that Carmelo Anthony didn't make first team because he had Durant and, and LeBron in the way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's just it's just difficult. So, I mean – Shout out to everybody that's on that second team, man, because they were amazing this year. And they could have easily been first teamers. Yeah. All right. Now, for the first team, I have Brian at the at the at the guard uh, position. Brian finished third in PPR, uh, averaging 22, 10, four and a half assists, four and a half steals, uh, <laughs> about half a block a game. He only had he only averaged one turnover a game. To have the ball in his hands that much. Yeah. Only averaged one turnover a game. Shot 62% uh, from the field. Um, uh, he didn't make a three this season. He only took what? One. One. <laughs> <laughs> one. So 0% from three. Technically 0% from three. Uh, but amazing numbers. Like we said, Brian, Brian was special this season. He finished with a higher PPR than DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> you know what I mean? So stop it with the madness. Brian definitely deserves to be on first team. Um, at the at the two, I got Jalen MVP, uh, second in PPR, 34, 11, and, and four and a half, 62% from the field. I can go on and on and on. Yeah. The dude was ridiculous all season, 41 PPR. My goodness. It'd probably be higher than that if he didn't play in a championship game with a bad ankle. Exactly. He would have finished first. Yeah. I think he was first coming yeah. into that game. Yeah. Okay, and uh, at the three, I got Shelby. Now, I thought Shelby had a better season than Eddie this season. Shelby was on the MVP, MVP ballot, and uh, Eddie was not, not this season. Eddie was last season. I think he finished, what, second to Dante? Yeah. He was close. So, you know, I thought he he, he dipped a little bit in uh, his overall numbers. But, like, Eddie had three legit loud games this season. Yeah. But, you know, there's more to it than that. He had some quiet games, too. Right. So, that's why I had him second team. Shelby was consistent all season, uh, 22, 9, and 6, uh, 56% from the field. Uh, dude was amazing. He finished sixth uh, overall in PPR. Dude was consistent all season. He had a better season than Eddie, in my opinion. I yeah. think most people would agree with that. Okay, and uh, I had Merch. Uh, Merch was uh, was at the four. He finished fourth in PPR. Uh, he averaged 25, 14, and three blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. He shot 57% from the field. 
He shot 33% from three. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's I'm impressive. I want to account for that. <laughs> yeah. That is impressive for Birch. Uh, one and a half steals a game. Big man getting steals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then at the five, Shannon, I mean, he was number one in PPR. Yeah. <laughs> 35, 16, uh, about a block, a steal a game, 64% from the field, 72% from the free throw line. He was number one. Uh, I think he finished third in the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in PPR, third. So, he is, even though he was on Young Hogs and they didn't make a lot of noise in the playoffs, he's definitely first team without question. There's no yeah. debate there. Hand, uh, handy, he definitely hoops. Yes. As his handle says, I hoop. Yes. He does. And he's kind of like, because uh, you know, I heard somebody make an argument that, you know, man, Young Hogs wasn't even that good. I was like, well, you take him off the Young Hogs. Yeah. You're right. They're not that good. Yeah. But you put him on a team, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. It kind of reminds me of when, when um, Greek Freak made first team, I think, last year. Yeah. And uh, and they were like a 7 or 8 seed. Yeah. You know, people had a problem with that. I'm like, dude putting up numbers. <laughs> and they're in the playoffs because of him. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Shannon. He hoops. Yes. And he definitely got busy. So, shout out to, again, another newcomer uh, who made first team. Uh, and Jalen, I mean, he's the MVP. MVP. Say, you know. And he made the game winning three to win a championship. Yeah. Okay, um, so we're going to go to defense now. Second team all defense. I had Chris Moore at the guard position. Um, Chris Moore was solid this season yeah. defensively. Yeah. Um, a lot of people knock him for his offense, but defensively he's solid. He averaged uh, about two steals a game. Uh, he took on the, the toughest assignment guarding uh, the guards each night. Yeah. Uh, and when he got in, because he played spot minutes. When he got in, he was a, he was 100% effort on defense. Yeah, uh, I had John. Um, how you say his name? Maskew? Mazik. Mazik? Yeah. Okay, John uh, Mazik uh, at the at the two for uh, defense. I mean, we know why he's on yeah. there. Shut down. He was shut down. He was, yeah, yeah. He was stealing the ball from Jalen yeah, a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he was like, kind of giving him some problems. High energy. Yeah. High energy on defense. Uh, he's a pest. Uh, the only person I he didn't he didn't stop was Brian. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> Brian was just too big for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I had I had Shy at the three. Shy was he was he was a bully on defense. Yeah. He used to just take the ball from people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he finished with two steals a game. Um, he did his thing defensively. Uh, I had Twin. Yeah, uh, Jawan Celestine at. The four, which is funny, uh, yeah. put him at the four. Yeah. Uh, but the way he plays, man, he blocks everybody's shots. He blocks shots. He gets, his, yo, he gets his hand on the ball all the time. Yeah. From, and he doesn't jump all the time and gets his hand on the ball still. Like, it's amazing. He's, just, he's a force on defense without trying to be a force a lot of times. He just, he just is. So, yeah, he definitely deserved second-team consideration, if not first-team. Yeah, he was first-team last season. Uh-huh. I think he led the league in blocks last yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, got more competitive this season. Uh a block and a half a game. It's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah, uh, like we said, he's he's six one with about a seven foot wingspan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I had Mo um, at the at the five. Big uh, bruiser. Big bruiser down there. I had him at the five. Uh, he averaged a block a game, about a steal a game. You know, and he took on the challenge uh, every game that he showed up to to take on. Uh, he took on Danny a couple times. Yeah. He took on. There's some big guys in this league, yeah. and he took on the challenge every time. So, uh, shout out to Big Mo. So he's definitely second team. All right, and first team on defense. I mean, it goes without saying. We got Brian at the point. He led the league in steals with four steals a game. Yes. He had a ten steal game yeah. uh, one time. I think he. You think he's tied? Well, is he tied for? I think he tied the record. Tied the record. Yeah. Okay, and then we got Jalen. Obviously, Jalen was uh, was first team on defense. He averaged two blocks a game at six two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had to block block to save the season. Yeah, he had some he had some blocks on some guys, man. Yeah. Some guys are some, some giants out there. Blocked my shot a couple times. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. About one point seven steals a game. Like I said, Jalen, he know he's a he's not your traditional two way player because most two way players are like low twenties. Yeah, you know, in points uh, a game. No, he's yeah. high thirties. <laughs> He's high thirties and he's still blocking shots, still yeah. getting steals, still high, still getting rebounds. Let's yeah. not forget about that because defense is, rebounds is a big part of defense. He averaged eleven rebounds a game at six yeah. two. Uh, I had Jeff at the three. That goes without saying. Jeff, man, he took on the challenge on ev- of everybody this season. Um, didn't quite get the win uh, for for defensive MVP because what Brian did, but he averaged two blocks a game. 
Uh, he averaged uh, 1.2 steals a game. And my my most impressive thing about Jeff was his blocks. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'2", and he's blocking everybody's shot. He's like a better version of Juwan. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, I got Merch uh, at the four. I know Merch got cooked by Shannon, but that was the <laughs> only game. That was the only game he got cooked. Every other game he was solid. He led the league in blocks. Um he averaged 14 rebounds a game. He was a rim protector. Right. He made my job and Jeff's job easier. Uh, and, he, and he was doing it on offense, too. 26 points a game. That's hard to score and defend at a high level. Brian cooked him, too. But he wasn't guarding Brian yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It was just those, that stretch. <laughs> okay, and then Shannon. Shannon was uh, well, he was amazing. You look at his numbers uh, defensively. Uh, 1.3 steals, 1.3 blocks. He doesn't get a whole lot of blocks. Yeah. But... He changes a lot of shots. He alters a lot of shots, and he averaged 16 rebounds. That's yes. defense. Yes, absolutely. That's defense. So, shout out to uh, shout out to Shannon. Uh, he also makes my first team. Do you agree with the first team? Yes, because uh, I think those five guys make the most impact defensively that leads to wins. We had like a win share stat. Yeah. I think their defense leads to probably more wins than probably anybody else in the league. Because the stops they were able to get uh, and the havoc they pretty much are creating uh, throughout the, the whole season. I mean, Brian, like I said, had a 10-steal game. I think he had a 10-steal game and a close game. Yeah. You know, so basically you can't tell me those 10 steals didn't lead to a win. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, merch changing shots, you know, changing trajectory of shots. Guys shooting jumpers because they don't want to deal with them yeah. going into the paint. Yeah. That's, like, huge. You know what I'm saying? That's stuff that don't go into the stat sheet. So, uh, same thing with Shannon. Uh, like I said, Jalen blocks come. You don't see Jalen's blocks coming. You don't. They, they they just happen. You know, and you're like, hoax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so, again, they, they made uh, those impactful, difference-making plays that leads to win. So, that whole five were the perfect five, I think, you pick for the all-defense team. Yeah. Okay. Now, there was some controversy. Um <laughs> On Facebook, and I dropped the you know I dropped the the GIF well not the GIF the meme with, with SpongeBob because I knew uh, I knew this is what it was going to be. Uh, guys were slandering me from both leagues, saying that you know my first team, my second team, my third team is all BS. Um, if you if you didn't make the team at all, you know I'm sorry. Yeah. You know you have to do better next time. But I think for the most part I've been consistent. I've been fair. Uh, there's nobody that I'm leaving off the list that doesn't deserve to be on the list. I think long and hard about this list. I don't just put a list together. Uh, it took me three hours mm. to finish this list last night. And if you look at the page, it's not a lot of material on the page. It's just names. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't add the stats next to it. I mean, you can do that. You can look that up yourself. Yeah. But I had to do five from each league, five teams from each league. It took me three hours to, li- to literally consider and think who deserves middle of that to think hard. Right. Okay? Now, DJ, you know, you had you had a lot to say on Facebook. Uh, Cody chimed in. Cody conceded that I was right. Um, but, DJ, you, you disagree with me. So now, sir, uh, since you want the attention, I'm going to give you what you want. Uh, we're going to speak facts and facts only. We're going to keep, we're gonna keep our uh, opinions uh, to ourselves. Um, DJ is my guy. Yeah. You know, he's been my guy uh, since... I can remember. 2013, I think, was the time I first met him. So I've known him for six years. Uh, he's always felt that for some reason that I've slighted him. And I've, I've given DJ his credit when his credit is due. I'm not going to give you credit when it's not due. I'm not going to do that. I don't care if you're my boy. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. Okay? So, <laughs> DJ, you said on the Facebook page that I, that, that you, you said that you're used to it now. Uh, when you're not on the, not even, not even making the third team, you're used to it now, because I'm going out of my way to discredit you, and you deserve more than what I'm giving you. Now we're going to speak facts now. Okay, let's go back to winter 2019. <laughs> DJ, you made second team. 2019. These were your numbers. You averaged 20 points a game, three, uh, I think it was three assists yeah. and five rebounds. Uh, you shot 32% from the three. Okay? That's when you made second team. That was in the winter. That was your first team, the first time playing with, uh, with Lake Houston Live. Now, let's fast forward to the spring. Uh, you were ranked 28th 
out of 46 players <laughs> in PPR, you averaged 14 points a game. You shot 24% from the three on the season. Uh, and that's 27th in the league out of 46 players. You didn't make any team on that one, okay? And I had three teams. Then, summer, you were 34th out of 63 players in PPR. 34th, okay? Uh, 17 points a game. You shot 25% from three uh, for the season, okay? And you shot 27% uh, from three in the championship game. I'm sorry, 27% from the field in the championship game. And you're 0 for 6 in the championship game. Okay? But I discredited you. You didn't. I, you, you deserve to be on somebody. To, I need to take somebody off the list. Who do I take off the list, DJ? Out of those 15 players. Yeah. Out of those 15. Who do I take off the list, DJ? Okay? Um, so, if you look at it, I've been consistent. I put you on a team. If you look at the first, the first season uh, in the uh, winter, you made second team. The first team was stacked. Yeah. It was stacked. There was nobody I was taking off the list for you. Sorry. Uh, in, uh, in the spring, your numbers dipped big time. Your percentages dipped big time. You were at the bottom on almost every category uh, with anybody that even played your position. Then this season, it went up. You went to 17%, but you, sh- you still shot bad from the field. 34th out of 63. That's middle of the pack. That's almost 50% of the league. You're, you're in the middle. middle. Middle guys don't make third team. They don't. It's 15 guys. So that means there's <laughs> at least, what, 19 guys that deserve to make the team before you? <laughs> if, we're, if, we're, if we're speaking statistically, now we can't go off of just team success. We can't do that because being fair, you are the fifth option. On your team, the fifth, you're not an option in front of Danny. You're not an option in front of uh, in front of Shelby. You're not an option in front of Eddie. Okay, you're not an option in front of Anthony. You're fifth on the team. Okay, but that being said, you've always been the fifth option on the team, and you still made second team in the winter. I go by what you did. Okay, so you can't go off of what your record was. And just assume I'm just gonna put oh I'm just gonna put all AQ who had who had the best record I'm gonna just put all AQ Houston on the first team no that's not how it works that's not how it works I look at all teams all players and all stats so those are the facts okay these numbers are documented you can look them up that is what they are so that is why you did not make third team so don't tell me you're used to it I I legitimately had to look at each player. Okay, so there was not anybody that I put on that list that I can take off and put you on. I cannot do that. Now, uh, last thing. He also mentioned that uh, he said his peers know what's up. He said, so I can discredit him all I want. His peers know what's up. But that season in the winter, your first season with them, I also put you as an MVP candidate on the ballot. To go along with second team. Your peers, you say no, what's up, right? Sean, guess how many votes he got? <laughs> guess how many votes he got, Sean? I, this not me, because I'm a hater. I'm a hater. His peers know what's up. So I can say whatever I want, but the, the facts remain. His peers know what's up. Guess how many votes he got, Sean? Zero. He got one. Okay. And I did see him pick up a paper. <laughs> so, it's safe to assume that was him that voted for himself. Listen, there's nothing wrong with voting for yourself. I've done it, uh, depending on what it is. I think it was one season that I was up for uh, most improved. I did vote for myself, uh, and I think I won by like seven, so it didn't make a difference. Right. I could take that vote out. I still would have won. Right. But DJ, <laughs> so just stop, dog. Just stop it, okay? And, and stop bringing Eddie into everything. Okay, Eddie is Eddie is Eddie is doing fine. He's not being bothered. Okay, Eddie had a good season last season. He was an MVP candidate. I made him on first team last season, and this season I had him second team because I thought Shelby had a better season, and the guys that were in front of him had better seasons. Period. He finished twelfth in PPR. I'm 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 fair. I'm consistent. Okay, now DJ, I don't want you to think this is all going to be hate. Um. 
I do want to give a shout out to DJ. He did crack because I'm 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 fair. I'm a fair amount of guy. He did crack two thousand points uh, last season. He's at exactly if you include the season uh, where he was a mystery man. Uh, he is at two thousand and thirty one points uh, for a career. So I will be uh, acknowledging his milestone on Facebook today after the podcast. And shout out to Anthony. He's at twenty six fifty five. Uh, so he's a part of the twenty five hundred club. Yeah. So shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Anthony could crack that three thousand in the next season or two. I say two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really don't have much to add to that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all facts. There's nothing you can add. It's yeah. all facts. Well, I was saying, these are all factual. This is stuff that you can actually you can look at look it. Look at the numbers, and they show. There's no way. Listen, anybody who believes that these numbers that I showed you oh, for the last team. for the last two seasons deserve to be third third team. Forget second and first. Third team. If anybody believes that these numbers that I just put out here should be third team, you're delusional. And uh, and this is not, and I think we have to realize too, um, me and you and the table, we watch every single game. Every game. Every single minute, every single second of every game. Uh, you guys, unfortunately, usually don't. You guys don't get here usually at 6.30, 7 o'clock and watch the first game all the way to the last game at 10 o'clock at night. So we watch every single game. So we have the numbers and we have an eye test as well. Yes. We, and we see how impactful each player is to their team for the whole season throughout the game. We've just seen a lot more games than you guys have. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we don't have a, a TV deal where we, you guys can go right. back and, and replay the game. Right. You know? That'd be nice. <laughs> but, you Maybe know. we should hire a media guy for yeah. <laughs> We actually did used to have a guy to recording games uh, in Sugar Land. Yeah. But I can't remember if he was on the payroll or not. I think it was like volunteer. Yeah, I, I had a volunteer too who would have came in and did it, but it just yeah. became a, you know, him staying at 10 o'clock type thing. Yeah. He didn't want to do. But, anyways, uh, just going f- forward with that. You had an amazing season. The team had an amazing season. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that you guys are putting in your two cents. You know, I you putting in your two yeah. cents. I had. I don't have a problem with it as long as you use the correct language and and we're fair and we're fair. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take joy in in beating down anybody. Yeah, I, me neither. But this is this is this was brought upon him. Yeah. So now I have to shine some light on why I made these selections. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong. This is all factual. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can honestly say I don't think. And also, uh, before we move on to our next topic, DJ, you know, I, I know you didn't get any votes that season when you were uh, were MVP candidate, but if any of your peers that play in this league, if they will, if they know what's up, they'll speak up on your behalf. So let's see if we can get, let's see if we can get two guys to speak up on your behalf and say, you know what, Johnny Gill, you were wrong. He, he, he you were wrong. He definitely deserves to be third team, and he definitely didn't deserve. Uh, that those numbers to be highlighted like that. If you give me two, give me two guys. Give me two guys off your team. No, oh, don't, don't do it, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> somebody, somebody agree with him, please. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our next segment. Uh, now we're going to talk about the city championship. Now there's some there's a minor glitch uh right now with our possible uh city championship. It might be in jeopardy, but I'm not for sure for sure yet. So I believe that uh Baybrook is finishing up uh their season tomorrow. There's on Tuesday nights. They're finishing up tomorrow. They're uh I believe they do semifinals and championship in the same mm-hmm. night. Now, have we uh have we reached out to them yet and uh is it is there still a strong possibility uh for the championship? I'm thinking it's gonna be over the hill gang again, uh, to represent yeah. their side. I'll uh reach out to them again. I wasn't able to get an answer from them last time. Uh but I mean, if we don't have a city championship for the summer, that'll be fine. We can come back in the winter mm-hmm. and we can definitely end the year. We got fall next. Oh well, I mean, yeah, we come back in the fall mm-hmm. uh and definitely end the year. Uh with city championship to end the year, right before Christmas. We could do something like that too. We can't do it now. Which I'm absolutely fine with as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, just wondering because um, I know guys have been excited about that. We got the we got the brand new trophy. Uh, trophy looks good. Uh, I'm excited about that. I know they have a, a strong team over there uh, with Over the Hill Gang. Um, 
with Adam Tyler, he's uh, he's been he's been pretty consistent uh, since he yeah. started the league. Um, this is their is this their third season or second? Second. Second season. Okay. So I know he's been uh, he's been successful and been very consistent over there. Uh, he's a good player, and I think it says well no, he yeah his high school they got a guy over there that I believe played professionally. Yeah, right here this guy. Uh, Lyndon uh, Green. Yeah, Lyndon Green. Lyndon Green. Uh, went to Mercer, played professionally. Six seven. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. They also they got some guys who go, you know, to give you a little run. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely think you can. They got a group that you need to overlook. Yeah. By any means, uh, champions are usually a champion for a reason. Right. Um. So it's not anybody uh should definitely overlook. So, um, absolutely, I'll be more than happy. Kind of, I'm gonna give them a call again. Mm-hmm. See if it's something they want to do. See if we come over a date. See if it's a date that's good for our guys over here. Or uh, we'll be never scared. A venue. Uh, like to do it at City Center. Uh, my guy, he needs to hit me up. Yeah. Michael, uh, Mike, he need to go ahead and hit me back. You know, yeah. let me know what's up. We just uh, need we just need an hour. Just, we, yeah, we, we don't need a lot of time. <laughs> we don't need a whole day. We yeah. just need an hour. Uh, and then we'll go ahead and see if we can make that happen. Uh, I would love to do it, but like I said, we can't do it in the summertime. We'll let the fall go through, uh, come back in the winter, and we'll definitely finish the year out. We'll have a, a annual guy, a team, who, who we consider the top team uh, to end the year. So yeah. I, I'm cool with that. And just to be clear, you know, for guys that don't know, um, this is something that – this has been a Houston tradition for a while. I'm not sure what other clubs do, but we've done this uh, yeah. before. It's been a Houston tradition. I believe yeah. Champions has been a part of it before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Lake Houston has been a part of it before. Yeah. Sugarland, uh, City Center, all of them. We've had this. Uh, it was like a tournament, mm-hmm. and we would do it uh, at City Center, and uh, and the winning team would have the trophy in their club, mm-hmm. and the winning team, if they won, and the trophy was in their club, they actually would get to host the city championship as well. well right. So it's like a home game for them. Right. So there's that. All right. Uh, so hopefully that gets. Uh, we can get that going. Maybe we can get a game next week. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right, now time for our next segment. We have a special guest uh, on the phone this time. He's not uh, actually present, but he's on the phone. Uh, Mr. Future Hall of Famer, uh, Anthony Nunn. Anthony, how you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I can't complain. On this 2K right now. Okay, so he's probably losing. All right, uh, so... Yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> you know, they be cheating. Um, so, Anthony... Um, you guys suffered a, a tough defeat uh, in the championship. Uh, I thought you guys had some great moments uh, in the game, but ultimately uh, it came down uh, to one possession, and we all know how it ended. Um, how are you coping uh, with uh, with the loss? Uh, I know you're a two-time champion, so it, it shouldn't hurt too bad, but uh, how are you coping right now with this loss? Man, I was on a damn rampage for like three days, man. I was I was so irritable, man. To be up seventeen and lose. Yeah. 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 It ain't no excuse for that, man. None whatsoever. Yeah. I mean you so, guys uh definitely an opportunity to slip away. Um and you can always say, like you said in the previous season, you know, you guys may have been the best team throughout the season. Uh and kinda of just let it slip through your hands like that. Uh, with that top player being hurt, um, I mean, Shondre played well. Y'all probably didn't account for Amos shooting the ball as well as he did. Yeah. But, I mean, the opportunity was there again, man. It probably would have been bittersweet. Y'all could have pulled that one out considering some of the stuff that's happened to the, in the past to you guys. So, I know you was disappointed. You know, I kind of caught some of that some of that rage. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Kev caught a little of that rage, too. Uh, so, I mean, but it's completely understandable. I, I had to take it personally. I understood. I felt your pain, man, because I understood, man. It was a lot of stake, and you guys didn't kind of finish it out. Nah, man, done. At, at the end of the day, man, and, and it, this, this was just bad on my part, I was looking for somebody else to blame. And not blaming the actual people that actually played. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with more so the other team. It, it had everything to do with how we played and how we lost. Again, we up 17. Throughout most of the game, we shouldn't lose. No team should lose being up 17. I don't care who on the other end. Yeah, especially not a championship. Yeah, that's, that's... The sense of urgency has to be there. It do, and 
you know, I, I was telling Eddie, I was like, man, it's to the point that the regular season don't even matter. Yeah. Because we get to the playoffs and we 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 get to the championship and we smoke it every single time. Mm. Damn near. Yeah. So I, I I told Eddie, man, we got we got to do a better show, better job of pacing ourselves through the regular season. Yeah. yeah, and just having that LeBron approach, just get, let's just get to the playoffs. Low management. <laughs> there you go. There okay. You go. okay, so Anthony, um, you guys are in the off season currently. Um, are you guys changing your philosophy uh, as with with your team uh, as far as uh, how many players you have on your team, and uh, are there going to be any additions or subtractions uh, with Lake Houston for the fall of two thousand nineteen? Yeah, we are definitely adding uh, two major contributors. Okay. Uh, as far as subtractions go, I haven't spoken to my, my GM yet. I thought but you were the GM. I'm the owner. <laughs> okay, you're the owner. <laughs> so you trust your GM to make the moves? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I trust Eddie. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we met Eddie. We, we put our heads together. I'm saying we, 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 we get it done. To a certain extent, but yeah, some we can't we can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Yeah, so some definitely got to change. Yeah, we know we know what that uh, term is called. Um, so I'm gonna we're gonna leave that. Uh, you know, when once the uh, once the roster gets turned in, uh, we'll, we'll know uh, what your final uh, decision will be. Now, uh, last question, Anthony. We're gonna let you go. Well, not a question, actually. Uh, there was a there was a milestone uh, that you reached uh, this last season. Uh, you're now sitting at two thousand six hundred and fifty five points. So you're you're past the uh, the twenty five hundred point club. It's not a it's not too many guys in Houston uh, that have reached that feat. Uh, there's about three, I think, uh, that are that are current. Uh, with the Sugarland League, I, I believe is set to start back up. That's the rumor. Uh, that I got from uh, from Will uh, over there in, uh, in Cyprus. He runs a league that's supposed to be going uh, in Sugarland again. So you're part of elite company. Uh, is it humbling uh, at this point uh, for your points uh, as they keep uh, continuing to grow? Yeah, it definitely is. And to be honest with you, I didn't even know I reached another milestone until you just said something. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very appreciative of the people I've played with in the past because mm-hmm. – I mean, I couldn't have done it without them. I know that sounds cliche, but it is true. Yeah. You play with five and not one. So, you know, shout out to those guys also. Yes, sir. All right, Anthony, I appreciate the time, man. Hopefully you get a chance. Uh, We'll send you the link to the podcast. Uh, I had to get on your boy a little bit. (laughs) So uh, it's it's the 27-minute segment. I think it might be 27, 28-minute segment. Go ahead and give that a listen when you get a chance. I will. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, man. All right, man. All right. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right. Uh, last topic we got in the news. Uh, we got three topics to talk about. First, we're going to talk about uh, we got some women's tennis. Now, after uh, Naomi Osaka, after she... After she dominated uh, Lil Coco, yeah. uh, Coco was what, 16 or 15? 15. 15. Yes, that's amazing. After she dominated her, she she falls uh, in the, what is this, the third or fourth round? Quarterfinal. Quarterfinal. She falls to uh, Belinda Bensick. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think anyone saw this coming. Belinda's ranked 13th. Osaka was number one. I, there's no way possible I would have saw this. I honestly, um, I saw another rematch between uh, Naomi and Serena, uh, you know, full-on collision yeah. coming. And I, I couldn't yeah. wait for it. I wanted to see that so bad uh, because I believe that Naomi is the best tennis player in the world, in my opinion. I believe mm-hmm. Serena is, you know, she's falling off. She's getting old. Yeah. I mean, she did good uh, yesterday, right. but I believe she's getting old. And this is the future of tennis right here in Naomi. So I was a little hurt uh, finding out this news. Uh, on my ESPN uh, streak app, of course, uh, you know, you know, you get a chance to win $35,000 if you get the longest streak. And I, I was informed that my pick was wrong. Uh, so <laughs> I was hurt a little bit. You know, I had a, I had a three uh, pick streak going and I lost for all those guys that play that. Uh, 
And she lost uh, six to four and seven to five in two sets. It didn't even go three sets. So she was not dominated, but she was beat pretty handily. Yeah. Um, it's so unfortunate, too, because, I mean, she looked, the last two, uh, her last two games, she looked absolutely dominant. Yeah. Like in both of those matches. Uh, I mean, just sitting four hands down the line, uh, just that, that mix of finesse and power. And power, yeah. Uh, it just looked unmatched, even for Serena, who is the origin originator, right? Yeah. Her and Venus, uh, and uh, for her to go down today, this is what I'm even seeing the uh, match. Uh, it's disappointing because definitely, kind of even like with our league, you want to see your two giants face off in your final. It just is what it is. Always, yeah. you all, uh, women and all, you want to see Nadal versus Federer, uh, and we definitely want to see. I like to see Djokovic. Uh, Djokovic. Yeah. Djokovic yeah. got it. Yeah. He, he's probably the top guy right now. Yeah. Uh, but again, like, you know, you, you just want to see your top dogs in the final. And, and we've kind of been with that loss today as fans. You know, we probably don't have that. We won't, we won't have that. We, not saying we won't have a good final still, but again, you want your two biggest names, your two biggest teams playing, your most dominant players, uh, like similar to our league. And you kind of usually get those results too uh, when you have the best two guys playing against each other. So. It's unfortunate that she took that loss today, and we won't see that. Yeah, it's tough. Especially uh, as down as she looked. Yeah, know, yeah. And, and, and I've always been impressed with her defense, her ability to return serves and, and move laterally. Uh, I mean, she's young, yeah. you know. It, it's, it's a young uh, person sport. Uh, but, I mean, like you said, she was she just got out of class today. It happens. Uh, it happens in tennis all the time. So, I mean, I guess – at this point, uh, you know, with the high level of tennis players that we have, there really are no – there's truly no more upsets. Right. So, uh, that's tough. All right. Um, so, next up we have uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, they made some moves, um, some questionable moves. Uh, I, I thought – I was happy that um, – I was happy that uh, that David Clowney's gone. Right. I didn't want him there anymore. I felt uh, his passion wasn't there. I feel like he's one of those guys that's in it for the money. I hate to say that, but he is. And, you know, uh, it was time for him to go. But if he was going to leave, I thought that we should have definitely made a good deal. I felt like it was just more so, okay, let's just get him out of here. You know, he's unhappy. He wants to leave. He wants to be paid a certain amount. We're not, we're not reaching his number. So let's just get him out of here and make sure our numbers match regardless of the talent that we bring in. And I thought it was a poor job uh, as far as the acquisitions that we received. I think uh, the Texas played it wrong in all possible ways of playing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I, think, uh, I think originally from listening to Cecil Shorts, originally it sounds like Connie wanted to be here. And I think uh, what happened is he hears that he's going to be shipped off. He hears he's going to be shipped off. So what, he, what does he do? He doesn't sign his tender because they can't trade him without him signing his tender. Right. So he has all the leverage, mm-hmm. which means that you can't just trade me to anybody. You got to trade me somewhere that I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. So the Texans didn't get his tender signed, one. They did sign him to a long-term deal, which they may never have. Wanted to do, which might be why, if you go even further back, why Brian Gang got fired in the first place. You it, obviously was some friction there. Somebody from the coaching staff wanted something done. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't what the GM wanted done. Mm-mm. And all of a sudden, the GM's gone after one year. I'm assuming, and this is my assumption. I don't, I don't have any sources. Bill O'Brien. But I'm assuming Bill O'Brien wanted Clowney gone back in March. Yeah, probably wanted him gone last year. And I'm assuming Brian Gain, who was his buddy, was like, no, we're going to try to sign him long term. This is not what we're going to do. So when May came around June after the draft, he's gone, mm-hmm. plain and simple. And to my point, this is uh, Brian Gain's mess, but if they were going to trade him like they ended up doing, they should have traded him in March. They were going to trade him. Yeah. That way you could have got – uh, uh, a team's ransom of things you possibly could have got picks, a player you wanted, blase, blase, whatever. You probably could have got Laramie Tunsil then because mm-hmm. you still had control then. But without him being an actual signed player, you have no leverage. Yeah. So basically you sign a guy 
you basically let this guy go for peanuts. One of the best players in the league, one of the best defensive players in the league, go for nothing. I was joking the other day I, I, in my group chat. I was saying, uh, you know, they were saying just to make sure if we trade Connor, let's get a good deal. And I was like, man, I don't care. Let's trade him for gummy bears. Man. And they they basically. <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. I wasn't serious. Yeah. So this is what the Texans got. Uh, first, let's talk about what they lost. We lost to Davian Clowney, uh, Martinez, Rankins. Yeah. Uh, Third round pick last year. Yes. Um, we lost a twenty twenty first round pick, another twenty twenty first round pick, and a twenty twenty one second round pick. And we haven't been doing that good in the draft lately. And that might have been the thinking. Like, hey, we've been messing up the draft anyway, so we might as well get somebody we want. So yeah. get rid of those picks. And we received uh, Carlos Hyde. Nice player. Yes, he's solid. Uh, he's a good backup. Yeah. I think he'll compliment uh, Duke Johnson well because Duke Johnson will be the feature back. Yeah. He, be honest with you, he's probably not that far off from uh, Lamar Miller, to be honest with you. Who? Carlos Hyde. No, 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 no. Lamar, Lamar, Miller, Lamar Miller's a burner. No, Lamar Hill's good. I don't think he's that much better than uh, Carlos. I think he's better than Carlos Hyde, but not that much better than Carlos Hyde. Lamar Miller is overrated. Let's just call it what it is. Um, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. It, with all that speed, that four three speed, uh, he doesn't get away very often. I don't understand that. Which may he may just be in the wrong system here in Houston. Yeah, because our run they got to run between tackles way too much. Yeah, our run system works better with uh, with Kubiak. Yeah, yeah. Getting them, you know, the stretch plays, yeah. getting them outside open field, the cutback play, those work better. Uh, Bill O'Brien's more in between the tackles. Alfred Blue, do we still have him? Uh, we let him go. Thank, him. thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, Barcavius Mingo, linebacker, right? Linebacker, he'll be a nice backup linebacker and probably a real good special teams player. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, who I'm assuming will be the, the starting left tackle. Stud. Probably stuff for the next 10 years. That's the good thing. I mean, yeah. he'll be here for the next 10 years. Yeah. And, oh. we, and we got rid of, who's that sorry offensive tackle we uh, had? Davenport. Julian. No, not, not him. He's, he's real sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about the other guy. Oh, somebody Matt Khalil. Yeah, there we go. And we cut him. Yeah. We cut him the other probably day. Probably saved a little money. Saved like $3 million. Yeah. Way. Then we got Kenny Stills. To me, this is the big pick, the big pickup. I like, I like Laramie Tunsil. Don't get me wrong. But Kenny Stills, because why? Kenny Stills is a burner. Yeah. We need that because Will Fuller has not shown that he can keep away from getting injured. And so now, the start of the season, without making uh, Will Fuller be the guy that has to run deep routes every time, because I don't know what he's doing with his hamstring. I don't know if he's not stretching. Go to the steam room for five minutes before (laughs) the game, please, and go again at halftime, okay? Um, And make sure you're stretching all game. Now we have Kenny Stills to, to relieve some of that pressure and be another weapon uh, that we have. Now look at this. Tight ends are solid. We have Kenny Stills, we got Fuller, and we got D-Hop. And QT. And QT. Tell me, who is he, is he still hurt? I thought he was hurt. No, he got his hurt. Oh, yeah, he's, he got hurt in preseason, right? Okay, whatever. We'll get him back eventually. But name me a, a core receiver's. That's better than those three right now. Because Fuller is a beast. Mm-hmm. We saw that. And now we got Kenny Stills, too. And we got Deshaun Watson is not a sitting duck. He can yeah. move in the pocket. Yeah. He can move. He's, he, can, he actually has some ability to move his uh, legs. And we got a 2020 third-round pick. I mean, offensively, the team can be dangerous, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the offensive line got a lot better. The receiving core got better. At the end of the day, the running backs got better too. Uh, we made two trades for two running backs in the last two weeks. Duke was big. So I was happy about that. Offensively, we're set. Uh, am I a little worried defensively? Yeah, because I don't know what some of the guys who are going to be playing, they may be ready, yeah. but I'm not sure. We know we got Watt, obviously. You hope that Mercer's get back to being a double-digit sack guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit Scared about the run, though, because one thing Clowney did do, he protected the edge. Uh, and so, uh, you didn't run against Texas. Wasn't he second in tackles for loss? Yeah. Yeah. He he wreaks havoc. Um, so, hopefully, you know, we, we got a guy who's ready. Um, obviously, we don't have a guy that's ready to be Clowney. But hopefully, we got a guy who can supplement what you're losing to go along with Merciless returning the form of being that double-digit sack guy. Offense but, straight, man. Yeah, the offense is going to be golly. Offense, I, I'm just worried about deep because this thing too, without that front seven being sound, that that back that back five that that back four 
with the cornerbacks. That's why I'm a little, uh, little, worried, a little worried about the secondary. Let's read, let's read this, uh, our starters for defense. We got J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. D.J. Reader, uh, Angelo Blackson. Yeah. Don't know who that is. Uh, Merciless, yes. he's good. McKinney, he's good. Zach Cunningham, he's coming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a burner. Uh, Brennan Scarlett. Just a yeah, new strong side guy. I, I think he should switch with Cole. I think Cole should be right here. You can. They got. They want Cole to play inside, but Dylan Cole make plays. So yeah. I just found a way to get Dylan Cole out there. He make yeah. plays. We got Gibson. Uh, we got Reed, and we got Roby. Roby, I like him. I like Roby a lot. I like him a lot. Um, and yeah, for our right. cornerbacks, we have nobody. Oh, oh, our left side cornerbacks, we have nobody. Yeah, we have nobody. <laughs> I mean, that what's the new kid name? Lonnie, uh, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. Yeah, he might end up playing a lot. We need to put him over there. Yeah, we just need to get Jonathan Joseph out of the starting lineup. Yeah, because Aaron Colvin. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, 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 he had to play slot. He obviously can't play outside. He cannot. Yeah, we saw what that looked like. Yeah, he, he obviously can't play. We got to return him to the slot. Whew. And secondary not that bad, man. It's not that bad. The safeties are solid. Solid. We got solid safeties, and we got one legit corner in, in, in and Roby. Yeah. Yeah. You got speed. Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, we're gonna be all right, man. They're gonna be. Okay. I, I hope so. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna make the playoffs for sure. Yeah. Because we saw what happened with Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck's done. I can't see the Titans being a threat like that. Nope. And um, I, I will say this though, the Jackson, Jaguars. Jacksonville's defense is solid still. Yeah, it's still good. And Nick Foles is an upgrade over um, my guy. Uh, he's, he's a backup for the for the Rams. I don't even know. I don't uh, remember his name. Uh, it starts with a B. But anyway, is it Bortles? Bortles, Blake Bortles. Oh my God, he yeah. sucks. So he Foles is an upgrade. So that alone makes them more of a problem than they probably were last year. Yeah. So, they got still go out there and play the games. Hopefully, Deshaun Watson can be sensational this year. Yeah, I I believe he will. I believe the offensive line was the was the missing piece, and now we got some guys back there. Yeah. So I'm 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 very optimistic about the offense. A little shaky on defense, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, last thing, uh, college football uh, opened up, and it was a lot a lot uh, going on. Uh, let's just run down a few of these scores. Yeah. Uh, Florida beat Miami, which I'm not surprised about. Miami did to just get rid of that chain because it's a gimmick, and uh, <laughs> nobody's buying into that. Central Florida, they beat FAMU. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. 60, 62-0, to zero, but uh, Central Florida still looks good. Didn't they finally lose last year? Yeah. They, they lost won. one. Okay. So they lost one. So they're beatable. Uh, Clemson took out Georgia Tech. Uh, what's their quarterback name again? He's really uh, good. The, uh, with the with the pretty hair, yeah, the golden hair. Yeah. Uh, what's my guy's name? Trevor well, Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's he's a stud. Uh, yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be special. Uh, Texas and them, they beat Texas State. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Once they get conference play, Texas and them will show their true colors yeah, they and they'll start losing. Texas and Exactly. Utah beat BYU. Not sold on them. Michigan State, they barely beat Tulsa, so that means they're gonna be trash this year. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin beat South Florida. Uh, Charlie Strong, you better watch out. Yeah, forty nine to zero at home. Yeah, better watch out for your job, bro. Yeah, Charlie. That's 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 not a good look. Uh, Nebraska, Southern Alabama. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Ohio State beat Florida Atlantic. Is Kiffin still the coach over there? Who? Kiffin. Kiffin, yeah. Okay, so that's why they scored twenty one points. Uh, so they got blown out. Ohio State looks okay. Washington not sold on them. Alabama, uh, with the softest schedule I've ever seen, ever, every single year. Uh, they won uh, 42-3 over Duke, whatever. Penn State won 79-7 over Idaho. 79 points in college football. That looks like basketball. That's really sad. Stanford barely beat Northwestern. Not sold on them. And Syracuse, uh, they won 24-0. Definitely not sold on them. Once conference play... Start with them. They're really going to be trash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, UT, uh, UT uh, they look good. Yeah, they did. They did. They look good. 45 points. Michigan looked good. They scored 40 against uh, Middle Tennessee State. And the one I really want to talk about was uh, Oklahoma and, and U of H. U of H is my team every year until they lose. So that's <laughs> not my team anymore. <laughs> They've already lost. Granted, it was against Oklahoma. But, you know, once the team loses, I'm done with them. Yeah. Because they had... Virtually no shot of getting yeah, in the national no, championship. No, so, no. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts, not sold on him. Um, he's too much of a runner. I thought his numbers looked good, but 300 yards passing against U of H. Defense is garbage. Yeah, their defense is trash. They, you know what? And they, they scored 31 points, so Oklahoma's defense is still sorry. <laughs> they say, unfortunately, the, the over the last 10 years, the Big 12 had this stigma of not playing defense. And, and it's still living and, up. And, and, it, and, it, and it shows up when they make the national championship game. Whenever a Big 12 team makes the national championship game over the last 10 years, they've gotten beaten because they can't stop anybody. Yep. And it just is what it is. And, and that's it's terrible considering that, you know, they weren't known for having a pretty de- good defensive conference in the early 2000s for it to be the way it is now. So... Uh, you know, my, you know, I grew up a big Florida State fan. I'm just very disappointed in lost to Boise State. You know, and you know, I, I don't have much to say. Then I'm just disappointed. And um, hopefully <laughs> Willie Taggart can get that thing figured out over there. I grew up a Florida State fan. You better. I just, I'm just shaking my head right now. And look at this: Oklahoma State versus Oregon State, fifty-two to thirty-six. <laughs> no defense. Nine. And Texas Tech, 45-10 to 10 against Montana, Montana State. State. Yeah. Okay. Baylor. That'd be my alma mater. Baylor had 56 and Stephen F. Austin, 17. Yeah. That's a lot of points for Stephen F. Austin to be scoring. <laughs> so we know what Baylor's going to look like this year. Kansas State gave up 14 points to Nichols. We know what they're going to look like this year. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff scored a touchdown against TCU. So we know what they're going to look like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be no defense in the Big 12. Uh, no defense in the Big 12 at all. Okay. Unfortunately. All right. So, that was fun. Uh, I'm sure social media will be on fire tonight uh, with my hot takes. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. It had to be said. Uh, we said that this would not be a long podcast. We definitely lied about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we're a little over an hour right now. But that's okay. Uh so the next time we'll, we will not be doing a podcast, we'll be going on Facebook Live uh, covering uh, what the next season will be in store uh, for fall uh, 2019. Very excited. Uh, do we have a projection of how many teams we're looking at right now? Uh, somewhere between 7 and 10, so we'll see. Whew. Somewhere between there. Uh, like I say, I might have, I'm probably end up trimming fat over the next couple of weeks, so I'll, I'll definitely have a better number in the next couple of weeks. But uh, there's a lot of process. Prospective people um, plan on playing right now. We'll see what they say. But when it actually gets time yeah. to actually spend money yeah. and, and actually gets time to actually play, yeah, you know that changes. So uh, we're looking at anywhere from seven to ten right now. Mm. This is where it's at, man. <laughs> this is where it's at. Okay, episode one fifteen. Um, look forward to the the Facebook Live uh, recap next week. I'm Johnny Gill. We're out.